2: We are live. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? I hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. LSU has announced their entire or formally announced their entire defensive staff. Blake Baker coming back as the defensive coordinator. You obviously knew that, along with Bo Davis being in the interior of the defensive line. Kevin Peoples. The man, the myth, the legend himself, the tactician on the edge coming back to the state of Louisiana and going to wreak havoc with that edge pressure. Corey Raymond returns to LSU as the secondary's coach in LSU. It was reported today, which we will talk a little bit. Actually, because we've done this with all the coaches, we will talk about Jake Olson, something that we had talked about a couple of days ago on the forum, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum, but something that we had heard throughout this process about Jay Colson, who will now be your safety's coach. So tons and tons and tons to get to is are we far away from Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankton being promoted as the co-OCs? We'll talk about that here tonight as well. Zach Nagy, Sports Illustrated, covers LSU for LSU country, joins us at 730. We'll talk all things lsu with him i will get to baseball tonight couldn't get to it last night had way too much things to way too many things to talk about yesterday so we at the end of the show we'll talk a little bit of baseball we're back we're back jay johnson and company are back and ready for action 29 days which is ironically my baseball number in high school did not did not play <laughs> collegiately anywhere uh even though i wanted to but shout out speaking of baseball and number 29 shout out to coach jeff tajan the first year retired jeff tajan and clay his son who's taking over for franklinton uh shout out to them uh hope they're doing well gonna go catch one of their baseball games Uh, in February when things start teeing off and the first pitch is thrown. But tons and tons to talk about here tonight. We'll get to a lot of it, get some uh, 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 baseball talk. And if you do have thoughts, questions, concerns at the end of the night, we will get to any questions that you have before we get out of here. Don Juan says, I really believe that Jake Olson is going to be one hell of a hire, a lot of good things have been said about him. So listen, if you're not, if you have not done this already, I told you this last night, I'll, I'll tell you again. Uh, when the Jake Olson stuff, when it wasn't completely finalized earlier in the week when it had been reported, even though we had talked about I feel really good uh, where this is going, we we talked about it on the forum. It was a late night post because I had been making phone calls After the show, I think it was Tuesday when this had happened, but we had talked about Jake Olson, put a long thing in the forum, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. We will get to to one big thing that I I take away from this, from what we heard uh, when this process was going on, him coming obviously down with Blake Baker. Uh, Olson having a lot of success, knows a lot of people on the staff already. And a lot of people are excited about having him in the building. You do something like this when a lot of people are behind you. And we'll tell you a little bit, give you a behind-the-curtain view of what we heard on Jake Olson. Really excited and fired up for him that he will be the next safeties coach uh, at LSU. So, tons and tons and tons to get here to tonight. Brandon Reese says, Bama losing so many DBs. Yeah, so I also put... So if you're on the farm, I had a massive pause last night receiving some info. It's on there as well. Um, let's see what LSU can do with a guy like Trey Amos. Um, and is there a possibility where Trey Amos could, could make his way down to Baton Rouge on an official visit? We'll keep you posted uh, on that as well. But look, I, I, I've said everything that I thought about Trey Amos. I, I fully believe, you know, so many questions surrounding him, you know, like would you take him, would you not take him, he is 1,000% a take. L- LSU, it is like confirmed, he is 1,000% a take. So, it was a take for me when we talked about him last night. I told you, look, I. I some of you gave me some pushback, and I'm like, listen, I, I don't mean this in the wrong way. Like, I legitimately don't a lot of you don't have don't cover the sport. And I think what happens is, it's like, look, man, you can ask my wife, God bless her uh, ever-living soul, but on Saturdays during the football season, I, I am balls to the wall in reference to watching this game, keeping up with this. Obviously watched a lot of Alabama because we have the Rafino and Joe show. Shout out to our partners over at Caffeine. Uh, go By the way, caffeine.tv. Go over there, follow Rufino and Joe's show. But I, I, I say that to say we talked a lot about Alabama on our national show, uh, a lot. Trey Amos was a guy that constantly came up when you go and you break down those games. Guys had six pass breakups this year. Teams like had the, the massive pass breakup that led to a Georgia field goal, which you could make the argument – that Trey Hamus, who comes in for an injured Kool Aid McKinstry, okay, has the biggest play on defense at the end of the game for Alabama to go on to win the SEC championship game. This dude can play, y'all. Again, it, I hope the kid does not go to like the Ole Miss. I hope that LSU can get a visit. I'm just telling you, if he goes to another SEC school like an Ole Miss, they got a dude. I mean, guys, we have seen it already in the SEC. We're not guessing. Like, at this point, we're not guessing if that kid can play. There, there's not a guess because you've seen it. So, again, AYSSnetwork.com slash form. I went off on a little bit of a tangent but thought I needed to go off on a little bit of a tangent mainly due to that and what we've seen. Uh, Danny England Sr. says, what about Alston Thomas? I think there's a possibility. Does LSU go after him? Okay, we we will see uh, on that. Um, I I would feel confident in where maybe LSU would, you know, would they go and try to get him? I think that's a possibility. Um, There's other guys out there, too, that I would 1,000% go after, like Sam Petito, who was at Alabama. um, And could make his way back to Baton Rouge, who has shown and proven, you as LSU fans should know this, but somebody who has proven from A Meet, Louisiana, who has proven that not only can he recruit in this league, he recruits at a high level at this league. I think, you know, Trey Amos would be something that you see uh, as well in that. So I do think that there are a couple – um I I do think that there are a couple of people that you could add not on on field staff clearly, but that would make, and and I said this last night, very quickly last night went bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S went bananas and cuckoo about spend whatever amount of money you can to bring in guys like bring, why not bring in an Austin Thomas guys? Are you like, for example, Memphis, Memphis football today, Memphis, In the 901, hired a GM of football. Ole Miss has got it. How do you think that collective's working? I'm just asking, how do you think that collective's working over there? Spend spend what you got to spend. You're going to make up the money. Guys, again, for all of LSU coaching staff, okay, it's not even going to put a what their salaries are is not going to even put in a dent what you make in the entire year cuz gross revenue LSU plays a game at night with its full capacity gross income they make 100 mil gross come on dude it's not that complicated don't let don't let their profit in law sheet dictate to you how much money they got in the bank. Because they can get accountants from literally from their own university to make it look like they're not making as much money as they're making. Stop with that. We spent $25,000 in nachos. Did they really spend $25,000 in nachos? I, I mean... Did they spend 100,000 dollars in not? Nach- Come on. They write off the nachos. I mean, for crying out loud. Speaking of nachos, who wouldn't want some nachos right now? Ah, uh, ah, uh, yes. With maybe a little glass of bourbon. Nachos and bourbon don't really go together. Maybe some tequila. I'm not a tequila fan, man. Bourbon Blake is back. Bourbon Blake is back. Chili's beware. Every Chili's and Applebee's beware. Okay. (laughs) Let's get moving. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. If you're on Facebook, so many of you are watching us right now live on Facebook. Like, share, share to all those social media pages. Share to all of, uh, of, not pages or groups, whatever they're called. I always get that mixed up. I don't know. It's a promotional thing. They tell me to read. All right, share to your own social media pages wherever you're listening watching to watching us on YouTube. Hit that little subscribe button so close to 7K. We're gaining 1,000 subscribers a month at this point, actually. Ironically, it's kind of crazy how the YouTube channel has taken off. Do us a favor. You had not done so already? Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. 25 of you have given us a five-star review this week. How about that? How about that? 25 of you, lovely, beautiful human beings, have given us a five-star review this week. We thank you for doing that. Let's get to a quick break. LSU hires and announces their defensive staff. We get into Jay Colson, Zach Nagy at 730. Let's get to it all, y'all. We're back next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including major league baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join. And make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe fifty. That's Believe fifty. B L E A V five zero to receive your fifty percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag.
0: He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man. He's here for you.
2: You wanna buy or sell? Well, it's not too late.
0: Dial nine five five zero 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 eight. Just call nine five five zero zero
2: zero eight.
0: Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight.
2: We're back. Paul Seven with a really good question on the YouTube channel says, Blake, out of all the defensive hires, who do you think will have the most impact next year? I think it's a great question to ask. And look, LSU's made a lot of great hires, in my opinion. Uh, Much better than they did the first time and go around with Brian Kelly and those defensive hires outside of like a Jamar Kane. It is, of my opinion that the biggest hire arguably that they have made could be Blake Baker. I I, I mean, look, I just don't – it would go against – it would go against everything against Blake Baker like you're going to get a complete philosophy shift. Now, maybe Brian Kelly wants him to run a certain type of defense, and that is fine, but the philosophy of how you send pressure – how you try to get to the quarterback, he is not going to be passive. He's never been passive, whether it's been at Miami where he was a D.C., Missouri where he was a D.C. If he can't get home with four, you best believe very quickly he's going to start sending the heat, which is the complete opposite of what you had in Matt House. This game is not that hard. You get to the quarterback if you're on defense majority of the time unless you're playing a team that runs the football a lot. You can't always run into a run, a blitz into a run game. Sometimes that backfires if you don't get the right assignments because you could be, the safety could be the last level of defense very quickly in a run game. But I just think it's Blake Baker. Now, look, he said next year, which is why I say Blake Baker. I do think for the long haul, even Let's just say three years, if he's here for three years, there is not a bigger hire than Bo Davis. There is not. Because I don't think that people understand the revolving door at defensive line has to and had to come to an
0: end. Had to come to an end. It, you could not continue. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who
1: get it done.
2: You to have that rotating door. I feel very confident, knocking on wood here, that Bo Davis is here longer than one year to build some continuity along your defensive line. Guys, you desperately need the services of Bo Davis and Kevin Peoples. We'll talk about that here tonight uh, as well. thought that was a really, really good question. Stephen Fry says, Look out for all the basic Starbucks women in the chat. Bourbon Blake is back in this B.I. Very true. Basic women at Starbucks. That's exactly what Pete Carmichael and Matt House's defense look like. Matt House was so basic, he literally, during the Christmas break, went and got a gingerbread cookie uh, foam from Starbucks. Uh, that's how basic Matt House's defense were last year. They're like your white girl at Starbucks. I want a mocha loca, ya, 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 whatever it is that they get. I am a, a, a man that drinks coffee black. I don't need the creamer. I don't need the sugars. Don't give me that. Do not give me that. Give me it black. Pause. Let's get rolling. I don't have time. I don't have time to make jokes. I do not have time to make jokes. Today, it was announced that Jake Olson, a former analyst at LSU, ironically, in the last few years of Missouri, will be named as the next safeties coach or is already named as the next safeties coach at Missouri. A a couple of nights ago, we put on the forum some things we are hearing about Jake Olson. And the number one thing that we talked about, then kind of started running a little bit rampant uh, on uh, at other places or whatever. The number one thing that I had put in our, in our forum was, I heard that Jake Olson went into an interview, who has already been here a couple of weeks, but went into the interview for the safety coaching position and absolutely blew away everyone that was in there. That that is why I think a guy like Blake Baker brings along a Jake Olson who will coach safeties. Now I know what you're already thinking, Blake. Why didn't they just give Coy Raymond the whole DB room? We'll get to back. We'll get back to that in just a minute. But on Olsen, a guy that has already some Louisiana ties, especially in the middle part of the state and northern part of the state, who can recruit. When you have a guy. Well, let me say it like this. It's one thing for Orgeron in the past to make a hire like Joe Brady that did pan off, but it didn't pan off with a guy like Jake Pete or Durante Jones. It's different when you have a guy like Orgeron who gets blown away in a meeting for a next safeties coach. It is something completely different, completely different when you have a guy like Brian Kelly who's in an interview with this young man. Why am I calling him young in? This younger coach, and he says, Damn, Brian Kelly has been at this for over 30 years. Well over 30 years. For a guy who's been an analyst making his way through the ranks, for him to come out in surprise and kind of awe. Guys, a coach that has more wins in college football than anybody, especially now with Nick Saban being retired, that doesn't happen often. So when the news is made today about Jake Olson, hell yeah, it makes me fired up because good coaching can bring out some of the things that maybe like a major burns needs maybe like a Jordan Allen Needs, maybe some of these young guys that you've gotten in the last couple of cycles like Jackson and obviously this year in McBride. What do you do with a guy like JV and Toviano? Do you move him back to safety? Yeah, I feel very confident about Jake Olson when Brian Kelly basically comes out here and which he did today on Twitter, I might add, which literally what we had said on the forum is exactly what Brian Kelly said today. In case you missed it, Brian Kelly, when it is announced, okay, that he is going to make a head coaching hire, he gives a, a quote tweet to it or quote repost. I, I don't even know what you call them these days on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling them these days. But Brian Kelly did do this and said this about the Jake Olsen hire when it was confirmed. Jake is a young and hungry coach with an elite defense, elite elite defensive mind that will bring great continuity to our defensive staff. That's all I needed to hear and know. Now, I understand what you're going to ask, and I'll answer the two questions that I know that you're having right now, or some of you have right now. Number one, why do you split up the defensive backroom? Blake, we have not, at LSU, had a lot of success with that. But it's ironic, because when I go and look at the 20- Five top teams, the 25 top teams that were the best secondaries in the country last year. While I go down, I say, well, that one had dual DB coaches. That one had dual DB coaches. That one had dual DB coaches. 20 of the top 25 best defenses in the secondary last year had dual. Brian Kelly knows that because he says he always has a safeties coach. And he also has a corners coach. Well, you should know that, LSU fans, that he did it at Notre Dame because remember when he tried to go get safeties coach, or we tried, Ron tried to go get safeties coach, Terry Joseph. You remember that? And Terry said, Ed, you on a sinking ship, dog. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to Texas. And he went to Texas with Steve Sarkisian. When you make statements like that, you have to live up to them. And when you have 20 of the top 25 teams in, that had the best secondaries have dual coaches, uh, guys, no, it doesn't bother me. Now, do they have to have really good continuity? Yeah. But I will tell you this it can't get much worse on the continuity that you had last year in the secondary. It, it, it can't. It simply cannot. I mean, you were, lo- you were so lost you couldn't find it with a search warrant. You- you're misaligning in man-to-man coverage. If you don't believe me, ask the team when I tell you. We, was- I- we were on the film every Sunday before we go on our shows. Every Sunday. And I start tweeting out some things. Misaligned in man-to-man coverage, blowing zone coverages left and right. There's a blown one. There's a blown one. Blown all over the place it blown so bad it could have been an episode on playboy bad pause all i'm saying is i think when you have a coach like that that you has worked his way up you have a glowing recommendation from everybody on the staff that's been with you coach with you obviously your defensive coordinator backs i mean it's pretty much just right hand dude He's followed in the last three years. It's got to work, though. Now, let's get to the entire defense. Oh, question number two. Question number two. My bad. My bad. Blake, why couldn't we go in and get a guy that's more experienced? Why couldn't we've gone and gotten a guy that has been around recruiting at the elite level? Well, LSU – hasn't really had an issue at recruiting at safety. Because they got two top 100 recruits. And just the last cycle alone, literally from the state of Louisiana and Jackson and McBride in the local Baton Rouge area, they're not really necessarily hurting for that. Now, safety play was not that great last year, and I think some of these younger guys going into their sophomore, maybe even junior year, have to step up. I'm not – guys, think about this for a minute. There's not a lot of things that you can – I mean, offenses are going to confuse you on things that they do. LSU played a lot of quarters coverage and a lot of man coverage last year. A lot of it. But some of it, they were off coverage. A lot of times they were off coverage. You better be able to communicate. Now, we'll see how Corey Raymond – can Corey Raymond – Help and show a guy like Jake Olson how to recruit. I just think you've recruited very well in that area, and I think you've got a lot of safeties in this local area that can play here. How can he do in recruiting will be a big question. Also, let's talk about the, the, the rest of this defensive staff, at least the way that I see it. I know a lot of you are going to say, well, you feel like I was, again, papooing on Corey Raymond when all I said was, hey, man, I just have questions that need to be answered. (laughs) Brian Kelly announced today about Corey Raymond. Nobody wants to be an LSU Tiger more than Corey Raymond. That's what he said. Maybe because of the way that he, you know, got back here. He wanted to be here. Of course he wanted to be here. This entire defensive staff, the entirety of the defensive staff, I think is an A+. Plus. I think from the D.C., from the, D, the defensive line, who which I could make the argument, maybe outside of Georgia. Maybe outside of Georgia. Right now, in the SEC, nobody has a better staff in the front seven than you. Nobody. Not, I mean, you can't say Texas. Because you just stole—you just got Texas' defensive line coach. You can't say Missouri because we got damn near two-thirds of the damn staff. Not really, but definitely got their D.C. My point in all this is those three alone sell it for me so much. Can Corey Raymond come back to LSU— and bring back DBU. Can that happen? Yeah, it could happen. Need to see it. Can happen. And then when you hire a coach that you believe could be one of the next greats. Guys, there's a chance. There's a chance. We've already seen this. We've already seen this. That or not yet. Brian Kelly, though, will promote from within. Actually, we have seen it with Diaco and them. But that's a little bit of a difference. Could Jake, a guy like Jake Olson, who is really tight with Blake Baker and knows his defense inside and out, can he be a guy that promotes that you promote from within? Brian Kelly has had. Uh, Here is something that I, I think nobody remembers, and I, I want to bring this up. I know that Brian Kelly has had a really or put together a really questionable defensive staff last year for LSU but it's so crazy how sometimes we misremember Brian Kelly as a whole Brian Kelly, two of Brian Kelly's uh, former defensive coordinators are head coaches in the SEC Mike Elko and Clark Lee so in Brian Kelly's past, he doesn't miss much He's also promoted from within with a guy like Clark Lee, who, if you remember, those defenses were really good. Elko comes down south. Clark Lee goes up. He's been a really good evaluator of people. Didn't work out on defense under house. Yeah, okay. He landed on Mike Denbrock, Joe Sloan, and Cortez Hankton, though. And obviously, you know about the GOAT, Frank Wilson. We will continue, and I'm sure the 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 vision uh from our talk on this show transitions to what happens at at offensive coordinator. I, I think that at least from what I'm hearing currently, it's gonna be the promotion from within with Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankton. But I think that's where our shift starts to to focus on. I think they wanted to get this. Defensive staff done. I would not be surprised if things move extremely quickly. Even as early as tonight or tomorrow, things start shifting in the narrative. Because, look, guys, there's over 750 of you in here live right now. Most of you watch shows every single day. You're diehards like me. You're like me. And we're all diehard LSU dudes here. You, you're smart enough to know that the narrative is about to start shifting. What well, took him so long? Oh, well, it's Friday. Oh, oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, we knew that was coming. We, we, we figured, okay, well, we see the plan now. We see the plan that Scott Woodward, who seems like why we question him, I, 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 I don't know. But that shift starts turning. I am running a little late on Zach Nagy, who will be joining us next, but I got, I got to get to this. I got to get to this. The last point in this. Joe Sloan was at Calvary Baptist today with Frank Wilson. What's Joe Sloan up there with an offensive lineman for? And, and, and John Simon, the running back? Huh. Why would a quarterback's coach go see? I mean, I know he's from Northern Louisiana, coach of Louisiana Tech. I know that's his region, but huh? What do I know? See, it, I, I feel so bad because people on the podcast, on the audio side, they're like, well, Blake, what, I, we think you're trying to hint something here, but we can't see your facial expressions. Well, go to YouTube and you could see him. All right. Two Super Chats, Zach Nagy up next. Dane Bergeron with a $5 Super Chat says, Good evening, Bourbon Blake. He is back. I I have my spiritual advisor here, Reverend Jack Daniels. Okay. Okay, Jackie D. We finally have a solid defensive staff. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. I'm not a Jack Daniels guy, though. I'm drinking this thing called Smoke Wagon. Oak smoke wagon that's what that's what the flavor in, in this in this is tonight smoke wagon Really good man Really 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 good Oaky I, I know some of y'all saw me like that like the the, the you know my what my wife gave me the, the smoker thing where you get the smoke and it gives you the the oaky flavor the hickory flavor This smoked oak is what it's called. Black Bottle. My goodness. Really good. Leighton Linder, $9 super, $9.99 Super Chat, says, Evening, my friend. Good evening. He says, I'm afraid Terry Puz- uh, Terry Bussey is playing games with LSU by posting the LSU picks pick on X. All right. Historically, historically speaking, Ron Burgundy here with the news. Historically speaking, that is true. When kids who are not committed here start posting our stuff, Desmond Ricks, it normally doesn't end well, Desmond Ricks. Uh, so I, I, I just say you got to be par- careful sometimes with the trolls, Desmond Ricks, how you got a visit and, and BK told you no? Then hold on, hold on, hold on. Then you got Des Ricks going on rivals, saying, "Oh man, hey, hey, BK, all up in his feelings." Well, no shit. <laughs> Actions have consequences. Okay, sorry, I saw that. I saw that quote today, and I'm like, they see me rolling. They hated. I hope I'm dead wrong about it, says Layton. Also, BK ain't going nowhere. Go Tigers. Thank you for the super chats, guys. I really appreciate it. Zach Nagy, Sports Illustrated. Let's talk some more LSU. Let's ask him about the staff. We do that next. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Falls, and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985 395 4300.
3: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: Forty three hundred for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer, all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements by the drake williams law firm drake whether you've been injured in an accident you're preparing for a future with your estate planning you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family or you're facing criminal charges you need very experienced attorneys and that is what the drake williams law firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system the door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vicnair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino at AYS, since you own Bob.
1: Rafino and Joe Show is brought to you by Homefield Apparel, which is the best, without a doubt, premium collegiate apparel brand that is out there. They have over 150 different colleges that you can choose from, whether you're an Illinois fan or a Rutgers fan, maybe you're an LSU fan like Blake, or maybe you're an Alabama fan, whatever it is, even Idaho. They have so many different designs for so many different football programs that I can guarantee you're going to find some great stuff to help root for your favorite team. I've already gotten my Notre Dame stuff. Blake has his LSU stuff. Make sure you head on over to homefieldapparel.com to check out your team's collection of clothing apparel that they have on the website. And when you do so, when you check out, make sure you use promo code RafinoJO to get 15% off your order that is r-u-f-f-i-n-o rufino joe head on over to homefieldapparel.com and get your college gear today
2: i'm myself sorry zach Nagy, sports illustrated is our guest good evening good sir how are you tonight
4: doing good doing good is that a new sponsor
2: i don't think i've seen that home field one the last couple of times uh yeah, we run it on Rafino and Joe show, so they brought you know they brought it over here. I actually believe it or not, wear a lot of home filled apparel gear, Joe. I mean, uh, uh, Joe. Why am I calling you Joe? Zach, mm-hmm. I wear a lot of it. It feels great. A- a- bigger guys like me who have massive arms and traps, but a big old belly. You know, like it's really it's really nice for a guy like me. You can't find shirts like that that fit big dudes.
4: Gotcha. Plug the brand. <laughs> Plug the brand, do what you got to do. I threw you a lob. all you had to do was finish it.
2: Oh God, it's so great! Zach Nagy How's is doing? our guest. Blake Baker, Bo Davis, Kevin Peoples, um, Corey Raymond, and Jake Olson. Let's talk about the staff. Zach, I said this earlier. I don't know how much you agree on it or disagree. I I, I think that this is just so much more, or so much better than what they did under the first defensive coaching hires under Brian Kelly am I crazy to think that this staff like hey here we go okay we got a staff in here now
4: I don't think that's crazy at all I think anybody who's looking at this new staff I think you look at it as a home run I mean he knocked it out of the park with just about every single one to be honest with you I know there's going to be some people who sit back and, and look at that Corey Raymond hire and think okay well he hasn't done well the last let's say three four five years but at the end of the day I think there's a lot of room for him to grow and the, the recruiting landscape is a big part of this as well, and he's obviously fantastic at that. So, I, I think it's an absolute home run. Blake Baker's fantastic. He's bringing his people over with him. No pun intended. Uh, I got your beach to it. Uh, you know, he's got Kevin Peoples. He got Jake Olson. And he he brought the he brought the team with him, and then you add somebody like Corey Raymond in the mix too. And it, it's it's a it's a home run, man. He he assembled an all star staff, and I, I can't really find too many complaints.
2: Matt Zenitz reported first today on this, uh, but something that kind of already been brewing uh, in Baton Rouge. I put this on our, our website, uh, 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 Zach, a couple of days ago. That I just something that I had been hearing in reference to, like, hey man, Jake Olson, like, turned some eyes. Like Brian Kelly was like, oh goddamn, oh like, oh damn, okay, like, no wonder why you're bringing him here, and then they give him an on-field role surprised that Jake Olson is the safeties coach with, cause a lot of not, it's not the sexy hire. It's not the big time hire, but now you got stuff coming out of ops. like, Hey man, this guy blew us away. Kind of sounds a little bit like Brady. I'm not going to go there, but the last time we heard something like that, that's what we heard it about.
4: No, I think the points that you're bringing up are pretty valid. And I, I've heard people talk about Jake Olson as this kind of, you know, obviously up and coming type of guy, football genius. I, I've heard a lot of different things when it comes to Olson, So, you know, to bring him on staff is fantastic, and to put him in an on-field role is, is even better. So I, I think it's the type of situation where, look, Blake Baker is a guy who is very good with safeties. He's obviously good with linebackers, too. He's kind of a jack-of-all-trades. But when, when you have somebody like Blake Baker who's so, you know, well-rounded and has this ability to coach safeties, he's going to be right there. He's, he's going to be his right-hand man with Jake Olsen. So if he, you know, gets into a rut or he's unsure with a couple things, is Blake Baker to rely on? So I think it's not necessarily you're putting him in a position to learn – but, you know, every day is going to be a learning experience for him as he's transitioning to an on-the-field role. So, no, I'm not surprised. I've heard really good things about Jake Olson, and I think, I think he's going to do a really good job with these safeties.
2: Worried about him in recruiting?
4: I'm not. I, I think you have a staff that is so just unbelievable in the recruiting trail right now. All he's going to do is soak up, you know, information like a sponge. Because, like I said, you got Corey Raymond, who's going to be dominating when it comes to recruiting defensive backs, and Blake Baker – You know, and then you got even other guys like, you know, this guy named Bo Davis who's pretty good at recruiting. I know he's going to be doing a specialty with, you know, the defensive line. But all-star staff, elite recruiters, and all Jay Colson can do is sit back and, you know, absorb all the information he can. All
2: right. To bring the elephant in the room, some a little bit pun intended, they still need some help along that defensive line, though. Like, okay, so you knocked it out of the park on the hires. I can't argue to you on that. Like, I mean, it is – strong what they've done, man, I'm worried about them at defensive line. I'm really worried.
4: I don't think you're wrong. Obviously, like coaching can only go so far and your defensive line depth is abysmal. I mean, you don't have anybody really there. You have three, four, five bodies. So, you know, you're over the scholarship count right now. You're sitting at 88 scholarships. You need to get down to 85. And I think that second transfer portal window in the spring is going to be your bread and butter. I I think that's where you're going to, you know, have some people leave, free up some space. And then with that space, you're going to go out and add some defensive line bodies. So, that that's going to be where you go add a couple of different guys. And I was talking to some people, and it's a situation where you have to go get at least two or three more people. And, you know, they, they have to be established. So, look, I, I think that second transfer portal window is going to be your bread and butter, where you go and add, you know, a couple of different guys to add some depth and, you know, some starting talent as well.
2: What position group do you think that it gets processed from? Because if I don't know. Oh, okay, go it, ahead. Sorry. It,
4: it's, it's an interesting it, – that's really interesting to me just because – I think the the spring the spring you know spring ball in general it, it is really going to be where you see the depth chart be created and you're going to see guys either fly to the top or fly to the bottom and those guys that fly to the bottom in this new transfer portal era leave whether it's at cornerback whether it's at line but whatever, whatever you think it is you're going to see some people leave whether it's receiver because you have so many weapons offensively now I, I think you're going to see a couple of different spots open up and that, that's where Brian Kelly and Bo Davis and the staff are going to have to go attack the defensive line group and. Really add a couple of guys because it's super important.
2: You know, something I hadn't talked about, too. You do – like, dude, I hadn't talked about Josh Williams returning at all. Like, everything that they're doing on offense, Zach, I'm just kind of like, okay, not questioning you. Not going to do it. I I mean, like, until you start showing me that you can't do it and you can't get better and you can't develop, yeah, I'm just not going to question I just don't know of the offensive pieces that they process. I, I think it's got to be dudes on the defense, right? I mean, look, you have 20 safeties and corners, 20. Like, that is a lot of bodies out of 85. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying to do it, but look, only five of them are going to play. And then you're three deep there, okay? And quite honestly, the way, depending on how they play Harold Perkins, it's really just four DBs if he's going to continue to play in the slot like that. So I, I start questioning where this is going to add, uh, uh, come now, let me, it's Ju, it's July or August. You, they don't have to get there until August, right. To, to get under the limit.
4: Mm-hmm. Correct. But I mean, I, I think, you know, once that portal window opens up right off the bat, I think you're going to see a lot of guys enter uh, just because like you said, people are going to get processed. People are going to look at the situation that they're in and also say, I got to get the hell out of here. Cause I'm not going to play. Um, and I think you have a very good point when you talk about the secondary as a whole. I mean, 20 guys, is a lot and only a handful can play at one time. So I think you're going to see a lot of people, you know, within the secondary leave. I think you'll see a couple other different position groups depart as well, but it's going to be that secondary where you see a lot of guys bounce.
2: I, I, I really do think so too. Uh, Zach, anything else on the defensive of staff hires? I, I know you mentioned Corey earlier. Um, look, I think Corey can do a lot of great things here. I think a lot of people have mistaken what I've said over the last 48 hours in reference to, look, man, he had a lot of success here. But if I look at 2019 to 2023, he's 97th. His unit is 97th in passing yards allowed. It's not as if he didn't recruit really well in both spots. So I start asking myself, like, hey, okay, it – I know what I can get. I, I know what the creme de la creme is. I also know what the the very bottom of it is. Is there a reason for concern or not maybe concern not being a good word? Is there, re, is there something that we need to see first before we say, hey, man, DBU really is back? Absolutely.
4: I think the proof's going to have to be in the product and you're going to have to, you can't just say that just because Corey Raymond's back on the staff that DBU's back. You don't necessarily have the personnel just yet to, to dominate. I think you're, you're going to have to see some player development be created. I think you're going to have to see some more youngsters make an immediate impact. And I, I think it's all going to really come down to guys like Ashton Stamps, JV and Tobiano, Jeremiah Hughes. Um, the jump that they make this off season is going to tell a lot for me just because they've gotten that sec experience under their belt. I, I think the world of JV and Tobiano, I think the world of Ashton Stamps. And obviously you look at a guy like Toviano, and he's played a lot of different positions already. And I, I think you're going to see a lot happen this off season with those guys when Stamps is fully recovered from that surgery so to kind of get back to your question no just because he's here doesn't mean dbu's back it's going to be the player development aspect of it all and once you get the once you get those guys on the field and you're in a real in-game situation that's going to be when we're going to kind of tell like is Corey raymond back and can he do this for us and that's going to be the telling sign for me
2: do you think all of the shift now goes to if they promote sloan and cortez i mean sloan's out there recruiting I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, what message are you sending? If Like, if he's not going to be your OC, or, or at least the one calling plays, why are you sending him to a guy that's a five-star and the Harper kid? Why are you sending him to a Look, because I just – look, so hot sources. I put this on our, our message board. James Simon's the next – they're trying to get – you know, James Simon, like, you can just t- – like, it's not even – Well, how about this? It's not even sourcing. They're putting it on social media. Like, the, that is their next target. So, uh, am I – like, it's got to be Sloan and, and Cortez here, right, a, a, as a promotion?
4: Yeah, I, I 100 – I would say that. I, I would say so myself. And kind of looking at James Simon, obviously, that's the next big fish that you're trying to land. And I had the chance to talk to Harlem Barry, and he's excited about having a one-two punch of him and James Simon as well. So, yeah, to put him on the recruiting trail, get in front of these guys, obviously it's his region, you know, being down here in Louisiana and stuff. Like, this is, right. this is his bread and butter. Right. But Yeah, to kind of just simplify and be short with your question, yeah, absolutely. I think you go in and you elevate somebody like Joe Sloan and work from there. I think you see that happen sooner rather than later now that you have all these defensive hires kind of in the rearview mirror. You've got it done. You've got your on-field staff done. So now you go fast forward, put your foot on the gas, and get this offensive coordinator situation locked and loaded. If it's Joe Sloan, let's get it. If it's Cortez Hankton, let's do it. And whatever you got to do, it's going to be an in-house hire in my opinion. So it's kind of just a matter of time. Tommy Reese. Not being retained
2: at Alabama, your thoughts?
4: It's interesting. I was asked about that the other day. And, you know, he's talented and he's young and he does good things. Um, I don't think it's a situation where LSU looks to go and try to break the bank on somebody like Tommy Reese. I I think, you know, Brian Kelly tried to bring him over once. It it didn't go as planned. And now I think you have a good thing going with this offense, with this staff, and with what you got. So I think you you go in-house. But when it comes just to Tommy Reese alone – I don't think it's surprising that you know that Alabama didn't keep him because he brought his offensive coordinator, who's fantastic. So I wouldn't say I'm surprised.
2: Think that there's any possibility that he comes here on a analyst type of role?
4: No, I think I'd see him as a. I think he's going to get a, another job sooner rather than later as a as an offensive coordinator. That's just my personal opinion. I couldn't see him, you know, taking you know moving a step down and becoming an analyst. No, I couldn't see that.
2: All right very quickly on this because look I got absolutely abused on this question or or thought so last night I talked about mm-hmm. look Bruce Feldman is Bruce Feldman he is a national reporter he has sh- clearly shown that he had like he's broken LSU stories before he's a national guy I mean he breaks a lot of stories okay all that being said he comes out with Brian Kelly okay being on the list for Michigan, even though I don't think it's happening, just stay with me. And people are like, "Blake, stop talking about it." Well, I, I mean, Bruce Feldman's putting in an article. Okay, what were your thoughts when you when that came out? Because I thought this had kind of died down, and then here we go again. I think you and I are on the same page. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna be all dramatic and
4: stuff. Because if it was just you and me, I'd probably be saying a couple of different things. But man, I'm so sick of this whole Michigan <laughs> Brian Kelly saga. It's like I'm gonna keep it PG, but it's just like zip it. You know, I'll keep it. I'll keep it quiet. Um, it's like, what are we doing? Uh, wh- wh- what's the point in continuing this this clickbait headline BS? Obviously, he's here. He wouldn't have just hired a not just a home run defensive staff if he was leaving. Um, and you know, obviously, he said that this is his final stop on the on the Brian Kelly caravan or whatever it was, and you kind of have to say that, but. Uh, You know, I don't think Brian Kelly is going to Michigan. I think a lot of people within this space believe he's not going to Michigan. And, you know, if Feldman wants to go and put that out, he can go and put that out there. But, you know, I think people within the know don't think he's going there.
2: LSU has an interesting chance here, obviously with Grimesley going into the portal and Trey Amos going into the portal. Um thoughts on LSU trying to add guys in the portal here, maybe in the recent future.
4: I I think the Trey Amos situation is pretty unique. Obviously he's going to visit Ole Miss and there's kind of like rumblings that he could potentially pop when he's on that Ole Miss visit. I I think if you can get him on campus here in Baton Rouge, that would be fantastic. I think you need to continue to push for that. But when it comes to the whole landscape of the, of the transfer portal, look, there are position groups of need and there's reasons why Trey Amos is a guy who's been linked to LSU. There's reasons why Grimesley has been linked to LSU. It's because you need to get some more established guys on uh, in your secondary. And I know Grimesley isn't one of those guys, but the upside is there for him. So, yeah, I think you're going to continue to see LSU be in the in the, in the the talks with, you know, defensive linemen, secondary guys, and, you know, continue to work to do that as well as get underneath the scholarship count.
2: Haven't talked to you since uh, – is this the first time we've had you on in the, in the new year? I think so. Oh. Well, welcome back. Um Thoughts on Nick Saban retiring? Look, I know
4: we're all LSU guys over here, but Nick Saban's an absolute legend. He he's the greatest of all time, in my opinion, in my young life. Um, so I think he's an absolute legend. And obviously, it, it's 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 insane to me to know that whenever LSU suits up and, and goes and plays against Alabama that Nick Saban won't be on the sideline. To me, that's pretty, pretty wild because my entire life, all I've done is seen, you know, Nick Saban dominate the game. So to see him, you know, hang up, hang it up and and go and kind of transition to that next part of his life, even though he's 72 years old, it's it's pretty unique. So I hope him and Miss Terry can kind of get after it and have some fun and go on some trips and spend some more time together because, you know, obviously he's worked like a mule for the last, you know, five, six decades. So a legend is my opinion. But, look, now uh, it opens up a whole different dimension for LSU to continue to take that next step and dominate some more recruiting, dominate the SEC,
2: and and continue to take steps in the right direction. Are you surprised – at the fallout with the players at Bama right now, I, let me say this: Let me. I, I'm surprised because Zach. It's not like Saban's not in that building. He literally got an office in the building, and yet players are gone left and right. I mean, why isn't he fighting to keep guys here? Like, why? I mean, I, I, I'm thinking to myself, like, Hey, man. I mean, you don't want Bama to succeed?
4: It's certainly a mass exodus. Mass? The best way, like, that's the best way I could put it in. Look, you've seen a lot of these guys come out and say that they wanted to play for Nick Saban. Like, that was what they wanted to do. They wanted to play for Nick Saban, and now they don't necessarily get the opportunity to, learn, to, to play for him. They get the opportunity to learn from him, of course, because he's going to be in the building. But they don't get the opportunity to play for him. So, obviously, that's going to be a pretty big topic of conversation here. And I think, you know the new head coach is going to have some not necessarily trouble, but I think it's going to be a tough adjustment getting to recruiting in the sec just because it's a whole different ball game down here. So I, I, I think I'm not surprised. I don't think anything. I I'm not surprised in general. I think I would have assumed to see a lot of these guys depart
2: men's basketball, three and in conference. What do you think?
4: Proud of Jordan, Wright. Jordan, Wright Came back to Baton Rouge. You know, he, he wanted to do this. He wanted to put on for the city and, and he's doing just that. He, he's been the heartbeat of this team and, he's a locker, he's a guy in the locker room who everybody kind of like just gravitates towards. So to see him have that game that he did last night was fantastic. And that stat line is unbelievable to me. Like he, he absolutely, he balled. And now you can see a backcourt of Jalen Cook, Jordan Wright for the rest of the season. And, you know, I think towards, you know, the back end of SEC play, it's a somewhat challenging schedule, but this team is trending in the right direction and McMahon's kind of steering the ship in the right direction. So I'm really happy with what they're doing. And I'm a big fan of Matt McMahon. I've had the chance to talk to him on several occasions and, He's a fantastic guy, and I want to see you know him. I just want to see him win. I want to see him succeed, and th- this is what he's been wanting. This is what he's been waiting for, and I think he's trending in the right direction
2: now. I'm happy for Matt because I think he took a lot of unfair criticism. Like for mm-hmm. me, for me, this is technically his year one. Yeah, we talked. We, yeah, we said that last time. Absolutely, yeah.
4: he was, he was putting in just an Un- impossible situation.
2: And I think that we got a little bit too excited when they beat Arkansas at home. Like, oh, shit. Like, mm-hmm. how is he doing this? They're 3-1. and one. They have more wins now than they did all year last year in the conference. So I'm really happy for, for Matt McMahon. Uh, before we let you go, because LSU uh, tips off at 8, um, think they bounce back tonight?
4: I think they do. I think this team's going to be fired up to do something special. Um, the, the Simple answer is yes. I, I think they're going to come out firing, and I think you're going to see Kim Mulkey light a fire under these girls. And uh, <laughs> get the dub. I, I, I got to keep a PG over here. So I, I think they're going to light a fire under them and, and pull it out. I don't think that you're going to see back-to-back losses from this team this season ever. So bounce back in Tuscaloosa and get it done.
2: Zach Nagy, Sports Illustrated, LSU Country. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. All right, that's Zach Nagy. Always fantastic in everything that he does. Uh, good to get, get him back uh, here. Uh, let's take a quick break. We're back in 60 seconds. Ben is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports. Esports and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, that's Believe50 B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag. I hate that I only have a very short time to talk about this, but I have to. LSU baseball teased it up in 29 days. Look, we're we're gonna have so much baseball talk throughout this season. Okay if you follow this show, we talk about it religiously during the season. It's dude it is my second sport love baseball grew up with it in home it's, it's especially at what I think from the coaching years of head coaching years of experience at an elite level I, I would just I, I would just say, I don't know if from a talent standpoint, if this baseball team this upcoming year is going to be better at LSU. You can't replace a Paul Skeens. You can't replace a Dylan Cruz. But, man, I think they're deeper. I think they're deeper on the mound. I think they got some guys that can come to the plate and really smash. Pause. I just think that this team and the recruiting and what everything Jay is doing in recruiting – what he's doing in the portal, because I I think they're gonna like they could be another Omaha Eight. Like I I think that they can get there again, and I, I don't want to overreact. You're coming off a national title. You lost a lot of great players. K. Bel- you, you don't have guys like K. Beloso there, but you do have senior latent guys like Andrew Vinsky. Jay just builds a roster. That is just so elite because it's, it, it's so elite. He is, I, I make this argument all the time. And I, I don't think that people agree with me. I think he's the best recruiter on LSU's campus. I think Jay, it, the way that he's built this roster is it, insane. I know I'm not going to overreact to anything that they do early in the season. Not gonna do it. They got a young team, especially at the plate. In some areas, they're just they're oh they the cup is overflowed with riches and how talented they are. With that being said, alone man, I, I I think this team could really go far this year, and I'm really looking forward to what Jay Johnson and that staff and this team can put together. They got a lot of a lot of talented young guys. They got some really talented upperclassmen and seniors. You get a guy from Arizona who comes in to transfer. You got Cam Johnson, who's throwing 98-99 from the left side and is absolutely ridiculous in everything that he does. Just ready for some baseball. Let's go get it after it. We'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.